Hello, everybody, and welcome to Just Nas Science Podcast, where each episode we find the worst science-related posts on social media and get just a little salty about them. I'm Lauren. And I'm Nick. And with each episode, we have three goals. The first is to promote higher thinking. The second is to educate. And the third is to make you laugh. This is a comedy podcast after all. Before we get started, I just want to encourage everyone to visit our Patreon. We have a special running from now until April 22nd, so you don't want to miss it. The link is in the show notes, and you can also find that on our website. So this week's episode is Out of This World, as we tackle the difference between uh, astronomy oh my God. and astrology. Astronomy is the scientific study of celestial objects such as stars, planets, comets, and galaxies, and phenomena that originate outside of Earth's atmosphere, such as cosmic background radiation. And it is concerned with the evolution, physics, chemistry, meteorology, and motion of celestial objects, as well as the formation and development of the universe. Astrology, on the other hand, is people... Uh, well, that and it's people trying to take the position and movement of celestial objects and trying to make prediction or inferences about people's lives. So we, we pulled a few tweets because that's, you know, what our show is supposed to be about. And we're going to just make fun of them for a little. Our first tweet says astrology is the study of light in the darkness. And that's that's fucking deep. <laughs> that is very deep. It's meaningless, but it's deep. <laughs> Astronomy is the study of light in the dark. Now I haven't seen these tweets yet, so I'm really like making sense of them in, in real time. Oh, there's no making sense of this. Um, I mean, it makes me feel good. You know, it makes me feel like, oh wow, that's powerful. Like I feel like you would hear that at the end of an Avengers movie, Infinity War or something. Or we recently watched Endgame, <laughs> so Avengers is on her mind. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's not just that because it is also the study of, I'm sure, dark matter. So, no, 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 study no. Of astrology, dark. not oh. astronomy. Oh, 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 sorry. Yeah, no, that's just wrong. <laughs> it's not wow, wrong. this whole time you're sitting there contemplating, wow, it's deep. <laughs> Meanwhile, you got the fucking wrong science. You got the wrong word. I don't want to call astrology a science. Uh, all right. Can I, you want me to read the next one? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, this one says, happy Saturday, April 11th. You are walking through a new gateway and manifesting new opportunities. What? I I found these and I don't know what that means. Well, they are showing. Okay, so let's pull a little signs in here. They're showing a moon, which is a a waning gibbous moon. Okay, so this was after the full moon the other day. Lauren's big in the fucking moons lately. (laughs) I had to learn it this year to teach it, so... So I guess after the new moon, we're we're walking through a, a new celestial gateway. Yeah, but what, what what does that mean? What does it do? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's not true. It's just the position of the moon around in its orbit around the Earth. And the idea of manifesting new opportunities. You're doing that every single day. Maybe not so much now, but... I mean, you can be. You're doing your side hustle from home. I, I mean, I'm just saying, it, that's so vague that it could literally apply to anything no i know it's you, that, every every single day you make millions of decisions and any one of those can change your life and that's really at the core of astrology is that 
if you look at all of these readings and what your horoscope and predictions are supposed to be, they're all extremely vague. And they have to be. Because if they said, Lauren, on this date, this thing's going to happen and it's wrong, well, no one's going to believe anything else in the future. So it has to be vague so that people can find things in their life and apply it to themselves. Right. They're, they basically all somewhat say, a new challenge or a new opportunity will be facing you today. And you'd be like, ah, oh, they're so right. I didn't know if I was going to do waffles or French toast this morning. <laughs> My God, Listen, how'd they know? I, I don't... That's stop the, stop the podcast. Daily challenge. <laughs> that is a real problem. Every freaking morning. So the next thing I found isn't so much a tweet, but it's kind of a, a, one of those big posts that you would find on like Tumblr or some shit. It says one good thing and one bad thing about the different signs. And if you looked at the list, I'm not going to read them all because it's too long. But if you looked at a list real quick, Leo says it's, uh, I'm sorry, Virgo says it's insecure. Capricorn says it's unconfident, which is just a poor English way of saying insecure. <laughs> and Sagittarius also says insecure. So clearly there's some overlap, right? Like Wait, you, what's your, your Pisces, right? What does uh, yours say? Confused. Calm, but confused. <laughs> and Man, that's hilarious. Aries is listed as mystical. Why is that bad? Oh, mine. I'm Aquarius. It says passionate but aggressive. I'd say that's actually pretty accurate. <laughs> you could make that argument about so many people. I know, but... Would you say I'm aggressive? Well, yes. Okay. I'm... Also confused, though. Would so... you say I'm passionate? About this podcast. Would you say I'm loving? Would you say that I can be basic or I can have my insecurities or I can offend people? Like, come on. This is a list of just adjectives that are basic human traits that everybody experiences. I know. But I do think we should now update our website and list you as calm but confused. Fuck off. (laughs) I love that. The next thing that we have, it's a list of signs and it's least to most likely to believe in religion, astrology, and spirituality. And Pisces, my sign, is listed as most likely to believe. And whew, that just couldn't be more inaccurate. Mine's I, listed under least likely to believe in, in spirit, spirituality. Wow, I can't even say it. So, yeah, I guess I don't believe in it. <laughs> I can't even say it. Warren believes in that shit way more than I do. And by way more, I mean like anybody believes in it way more than I do. <laughs> I but just I, like the idea of possibility of there being ghosts and stuff this isn't the topic of the day but i would love if ghosts were real i would love it but you would think that there would be some real evidence of ghosts right every time you watch one of those ghost hunter shows what do you always see it's a dude walking down a hallway and the camera crews behind him and then there's some noise off camera and then the cameras pan over and it's like, oh, did you see that? And it's like, obviously not because nothing <laughs> happened. It was your assistant producer who made, like, pushed over a suit of armor or something. <laughs> and why are only like ancient places haunted? I understand the idea that they have more time for people it's not to. not only ancient places. One of my favorite things I've ever seen was how come every ghost is like an old Victorian woman, but there's no ghost from like someone in 2003 young it's britney bitch (laughs) that'd be awesome (laughs) anyway we we have gotten far off topic all right so this next tweet that nick pulled says i did reiki taught yoga tarot cards psychic readings 
sigil magic. I don't even know what that is. Sigil. Sigil magic. Mysticism, root work, astrology, regressions, channeling, and a bunch of other demonic nonsense. Well, that's a long list. <laughs> I really don't care. And encourage others to participate regardless of the negative effects I experience. This, per- <laughs> this person is saying yoga is demonic. <laughs> Wait, I really didn't care and encouraged others for a take. Why didn't they care? What didn't they care about? But they were like, fuck it. I had some really terrible experiences, but y'all should do it too. Like, I don't yeah. really sure what they're See, trying to do. Or, or maybe they were lying about like, you know, how good it was or whatever. But they put yoga. That was the second thing. Yoga's number two uh, on the list of other demonic things. Yeah. I don't know why yoga always gets like tied into these other things like psychic green stuff. Yoga, it's it's literally like the movement of the body. Like I just I don't know. I I know there's it's much deeper meaning to it and stuff that like I'm not as familiar with, but yoga can be like so great and relaxing. I hate that yoga and like meditation is always like tied into these like unreligious and unearthly things. Like whatever. I'm just stretching. Like leave me alone. <laughs> For whatever reason, yoga when you take it a step further than just being a workout or a method of staying fit and healthy, people get really into the deeper spirituality side of it. And once you start going down that path, well, who's knocking at the door? It's Ray Key. <laughs> right? Like oh that's just Are you trying to say that like that's someone's name? Hey, it's Ray <laughs> Key. Come on in. <laughs> no, but you get what I'm saying. Like, and then once you start dabbling in Ray Key, then you know, I, well, I, I did dabble in Reiki once. And I how tried did that, it once. How did that go? I was a little nervous because some the, this person was like referred to me. Like uh, I knew a few other women who had gone to this guy. But I was still a little uneasy because it was like at this guy's house. He was like middle-aged. It's always the sign of like real professionalism. And it was like in a dark room <laughs> in his downstairs. Oh my God. And I was really nervous. So it took me a long time to relax. But... Otherwise, it was just like a relaxing thing. It was just like it was like a dimly lit room, which I, I, the more I say this stuff, the worse it sounds. Do, do you understand? Neither myself nor anybody listening knows what actually happened during this Reiki session. You haven't described what he's done. Well, I don't know. You just lay on the table. He puts this like a nice like weighted blanket on you. I think maybe some stones. And it's just like incense going and he just like touches touches like certain like pressure points almost like on your <laughs> ankles and your head and, and it was like very relaxing but i don't know if there was any other benefit to it but i was just like okay thank you very much and i never went back again <laughs> so i was terrified we talked about this when we did the group lab review and the idea that uh, people can do these things and it might make them feel better. They might come out and be more relaxed or they might whatever. And that has a positive impact on your health and well-being and mental state. And that's great. And if it makes you feel good, do it. But don't think that if you don't open the chakra at your stomach that you're going to have fucking constipation or something. Like that's not how this works. <laughs> Well, I did go to... Oh, sorry. I've also dabbled in psychics. Oh, come on. <laughs> so I went to Rose one time. Who the fuck is Rose? Obviously a psychic. And and, oh, how did you How did you find the psychic? Was it like one of the psychics? Probably on Google. No. Oh, you Googled psychics? 
Yeah, I'm learning well, so much about you. I was really hoping that it was one of the psychics off of like the boardwalk in, in the Jersey Shore or something. <laughs> no, and it wasn't like Miss Cleo who used to have commercials on TV. But no, we went once this on psychic and I went with my cousin and one of my good friends and they had like pretty good readings. They probably fed it, like talked into it more, but I was always very like closed off. I was like, I'm not giving up any information and I want to see what they say. So I always had crappy readings because I never like fed back into it. Well, that's but how it works. I know. I know. And I'm like, oh man, my, this sucks. I never got good readings because I wanted it to be true. Like I think that would be so cool and so interesting. But anyway, the one thing she did say to me, she was like, you have a problem with your stomach. She's like, you don't need medication yet, but you do need meditation. And I've had stomach problems my whole life. Like I, my stomach just hates me. So I thought that was interesting. But it was probably just the way I was like sitting and feeling like closed off and like my uh, body I'm not going to lie. I'm not, it, it was probably nothing to do with that. If the room was silent for even just two minutes, I guarantee she heard your stomach or intestines making <laughs> ungodly noises. That too. She's like, you have a demon inside. <laughs> I was like, shit, how'd you know? Oh, so what is regressions and and mysticism is isn't that just like like an overarching I don't even know root work I I don't know I don't like know what regressions are either. And shit? The only regressions I know about are like linear regressions. Bitch, and you statistics. know nothing about linear regressions. <laughs> Let's get that okay, straight. Okay, I took biostats, so I know a few things about <laughs> linear regressions. Root work. I'm I'm assuming this person's referring to like chakras. Uh, oh, I thought like. She was taking like root vegetables and like root leaves and trying to like make potions and shit. I mean, maybe that too. I really don't know. Do you think, okay, let's say that somebody takes, a, the, oh, I have like this organic natural root vegetable and I made, I distilled it and I made a potion and they handed it to you and it was just vodka because potatoes are roots. <laughs> I'd be like, sick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but then. All right, let's talk about, like, but why do people, do we think, so vietnamese believe in astrology? Well, we, we did have talk to someone. We haven't um, uploaded this episode yet, but we, we talked to someone about, like, different fallacies and why we believe in pseudoscience. And we had talked about the appeal to nature, um, logical fallacy, and the idea that people tend to believe in things like astrology or, like, herbal supplements or crystals because it focuses on the natural world and it kind of assumes it's good because it's natural which doesn't make any sense to to just blindly assume that something is good because it is natural cyanide is natural there Rhubarb are leaves are natural there are tons of poisonous mushrooms they're all natural just that doesn't make it good and there are plenty of things that aren't natural that are great for you like any medication that you might get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think people just tend to like throw everything that seems natural and sounds natural into like this box of like being good without like really asking tough questions and doing like any scientific checks on it. And I, th and I think that's like a big thing. Like you can't really prove or have much evidence for astrology. You, you can't repeat any experiments well, or actually, anything so you're somewhat right most of the time there are no actual research studies and the questions or things you would ask are extremely subjective but there was a research study that looked into astrology predictions or whatever 
And it turned out that it wasn't true, that astrology did make no difference on uh, an individual's life or whatever. So when someone's like, oh, my God, Brad just broke up with me. Mercury must be in retrograde that it's really just like, actually, Karen, you broke up with you because like you're just a bitch. So (laughs) first off, we know Karen isn't an astrology bitch. (laughs) Yeah, but I hate when people just blatantly blame like, oh, it's such a terrible day at work. I have to look up if Mercury is in retrograde. Why? No. Why is Mercury in retrograde the thing that fucks everybody up? I, I have no idea. Doesn't that just mean that Mercury is going further away? Yeah, it has to do with, like, uh, I'm pretty sure it has to do with the the shape of its orbit, like how elliptic its orbit is. And I think when it's, like, further out in its orbit, yeah, it's in it's retrograde, more, re- which doesn't happen as often as people try to claim it does. It's not in retrograde, like, every other day. Planets take a long time to orbit. Um, Mercury is a takes shorter a year. orbit because it, um, it's a little closer. But One of the things that I can't possibly understand is the why. Why would the movement of a star or planet influence you? And not just you, everybody born within this particular time frame. Like, it just, it doesn't make sense. I also tend to think that, like, like, like you were saying, like, why would this planet that's massive, way out in our solar system, right, affect your insignificant life? Like, we tend to think wow, our lives are... shit on our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, we tend to think our lives are so significant. On the grand scheme of things, we are not even a speck in the universe. Not Planet Earth isn't even a speck in the universe. Like, it is so minuscule. So the fact that this celestial object would personally affect your life and your relationships is complete nonsense but also like aquarius is mostly people born in february that means everybody on earth born in february during a certain time of year is going to experience the same thing because they all fall on the same astrological sign yeah that's horseshit of course i mean listen a lot of things about astrology in this are horseshit i mean there is a one definite true thing and and that's that it's fake um all Aquarius tend to be intellectual I mean I didn't say it you know they say it I'm just like I can't help it if I'm intellectual but that's like the only true thing I've seen um if otherwise I, everything else if I said that vasovagal syncope is mediated by the autonomic nervous system what does that mean what a brain freeze <laughs> no <laughs> oh, damn it <laughs> I don't know you talk about that all the time though wait so okay have you looked up some stuff about your zodiac sign I was supposed to, and I didn't. Okay, well, then I'll just talk about mine. (laughs) (laughs) So let's see. I'm an Aquarius. I was born February 17th. So I'm at the end of Aquarius. And according to someone I used to work with, that is different from someone who's in the beginning of Aquarius. You you do need to talk into the mic. Okay. Sorry about that. (laughs) So someone I used to work with at a zoo, when she found out I was an Aquarius, was like appalled. She's like, I hate Aquarius. She's like, I will never date one. They tend to be psychopaths, abusive, and from like another world. Oh, maybe this is accurate. Okay. Well, according to like astrology.com or one of these, luckily for Aquarius and for the rest of us, Aquarius are at near genius level. Okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> their minds churn out some amazing things and their thought process is also inventive and original. Why, thank you very much. I'm pretty sure that the understanding for Pisces, which is my sign, is that we're a bunch of crybabies and like super sensitive. 
I heard you guys are laid back, which does, you are the most laid back person I've ever met, but I wasn't done yet. Um, Aquarius can be though impatient and temperamental with those who disagree. <laughs> okay. But that description matches our dog. I know. And it does say that tennis may be a good game for me, but I need to watch out for weak ankles. <laughs> now that is fucking specific. Uh, yeah. That's the kind of specificity I enjoy. Well, I will say every morning I wake up, I, the first thing I do is crack my ankle. So do I. I woke you up trying to crack my ankle. <laughs> well, it just keeps repeating how intellectual I am and I'm a humanitarian. So. Okay. Okay. That, that, that'll be all. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I can say about Aquarius is it's all horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the idea of attributing characteristics or personality traits to individuals based on when they were born is garbage because i could be a sensitive person and i could be romantic and i could be all those things but i can also be a real dick face i can be real <laughs> aggressive i can everybody has the capacity and the ability to be anything so i i don't understand why yeah but i mean there's definitely like Obviously, people have certain traits that are stronger about themselves. Sure, sure. You know, like some people are more shy, some people are more outgoing. Yeah, of course, anyone can be like a little bit of everything. But of, of course, there's going to be dominant personality traits. You take any of those personality tests and they'll tell you that. But I, it doesn't mean that the celestial objects are in charge of that. I was looking at the Pisces prediction for 2020. It's like you're going to have new career opportunities and and it's one thing that it said was be wary if you're buying a car or something like that from someone. And it's like that like, that's pretty specific. Oh, we should go back and look at the tw January 2020 predictions because I bet you they're all going to be like, this is going to be a great year for you. Ah, oh, your year. And then look at us now. <laughs> I always think about the cartoon Rocco's Modern Life when one of the characters, he gets a fortune cookie. Every fortune cookie he gets has the same fortune. And it says, bad luck and extremist fortune will infest your pathetic soul for all eternity. Wow. Right? But how come every single prediction or um, horoscope is always good? Nobody ever warns like a jogger like, hey, you might want to skip the morning jog today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was looking at my horoscope earlier and said like today you might have like a particular challenge that might get you over emotional at work. And I'm like, well, lucky for you. Um, well, actually sucks for you because it's a Sunday. So I'm not really working and I'm not going into work right now because of this pandemic. So also check yourself. You could make that claim about literally any day. It's, it's just, no, I know they're very general. And, but I, I used to love when <laughs> college, I've had a few, I've had a few moments where, you're out at a bar and a guy comes up to you and obviously dudes in their late teens, early 20s don't know how to talk to women. Sorry, I just don't. I did. No, I'm sure you didn't. I but, didn't. So they do what they see in the movies or what they think they're supposed to do and they come up to you and they're like, hey, what's your sign? <laughs> how like, did you respond? I, I don't even remember, but I was probably just like, really? Wow, that was bad. <laughs> that was significantly less funny than i was hoping well suck it so all right well that's gonna do it for us today if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to subscribe leave a review and especially share it's a small thing but it means a whole lot to us we also have a special running on our patreon until april 22nd 
if you become a patron at any level, we'll send you a custom video message as a thank you. You can find all of our social media links, including our Patreon, on our website, justnascience.com. That's justnascience.com. While you're there, you can check out our newest YouTube videos, read blog posts, and submit questions or topics for future episodes. And before we go, I want to tell you guys about another podcast called Counter Programming. It follows Ariel and Shira, who have been friends since their first job out of college in 2015. They live on opposite sides of the country, but wanted to work on a product that might alleviate some coronavirus anxiety. They focus on anything counter-related. Get it? Counter-programming? The first series is on, you guessed it, countertops. So you can find it on any podcast platform with new episodes weekly. And don't forget, we put out new episodes every Tuesday. Thanks again for listening, guys. Later, nerds. Later, Gator.